Here we are. Here we go. We're Talking. back. You're, you came back. Came back. Didn't know if you were coming back. Come back from the <laughs> city of angels. <laughs> it was interesting. You get out of town, man. And you just got home just in time for the mess. It was yep. a mess down there. Uh, what, what, well, the what truckers and the oh, stuff. Oh, yeah, all, all that. The, yeah, all I the missed crap. all that. And then all the, all the traffic for the Super Bowl was, I guess, Was bad, it? Oh, bad, yeah. yeah. It was all right. Um, we drove around. We went to Forest Lawn Mausoleum. Uh, we Which probably, has like we should, an art museum in it. Yeah, uh, wait, let me, we should, welcome back everybody. <laughs> right, yes, thank you for joining <laughs> Thanks us. Thanks for dropping by, thanks for being patient with us. We got so excited about talking about Arts Trip, but stop me if I've heard this is back. We had a we week are. off, uh, we had uh, our viewer, our listenership went in the toilet, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but we're back, so we're here back, we go. So now it'll just be around the rim of the toilet. <laughs> right, I know. So are you? <laughs> well, speaking of toilets, were you and you? Uh, <laughs> no, you went down to L.A. to. Oh, we have our our levels to do here right. yet. No, we're good. We just can't um, hear it. And well. we have a. Uh, you went down to see Liam. Went down to see my son and help him get situated. And I was gonna. The idea was gonna teach him some uh, things to cook, and I did bring a rice cooker to give him. And ta- taught him how to make a casserole in it, and so he's confident with that. So he was home all that time, well, knowing he was going, but you know, then, okay, yeah. He okay. didn't want to learn. <laughs> so now he does. Yeah. Um, but, um, yeah, I showed him how to make a couple of simple things, and uh, his uh, landlord had given him a, a cast iron skillet that was completely rusted. Because she's like, I don't want this anymore. If you want it, you can have it. And then I took some steel wool to it and went to town on it for a while and turned it into a usable cast Wonderful. iron skillet. Those are really expensive. Those are very too. expensive. He'll have that for decades. He they, should they never give that away. And that's what I said. Uh-uh. I gave mine away. I always regret mm-hmm. it. Yeah, regret They're it. They're expensive, and it, you keep take care of them. They'll you can give them to your grandkids. Yeah. Anyhow. And then the second day of setting up his kitchen, his kitchen was like a flea market when I got there. It was just <laughs> random things around the kitchen, in the right. sink, on the counters. Yeah. And I turned it into a kitchen. Let's, I said, like, hey, let's, I know, let's put the plates up in this cupboard. Hey, maybe we'll put the cups next to them. Right. <laughs> yeah, really. Yeah, what, a yeah. what a concept. What a concept. Really, first time you're in the kitchen, uh, yeah. Liam? You ever reach for the same thing it in was the same cupboard? Just I know. kind of in the general area of the room. <laughs> then that second day, I was like, Wait a minute. He's moving in a week. What the hell am I doing setting right. up his kitchen oh for Oh, my him? God. You know, and who knows if he'll Crazy. even have a kitchen in the next place. Anyhow, it was worth it just to see him, just to get down there. Got to see Kathy Ladman and had lunch oh, with her. Oh, our buddy. Oh, hi, Kathy. Yeah. I hope you're listening. It was just great. It was having lunch on the Ventura, excuse me, the Venice uh, Beach Boardwalk. Oh my gosh! Skaters going by us in eighty it's, feet, four degree weather, and oh it was gosh. it was beautiful down there while you gorgeous, were there. It was yeah. like ninety for the oh, Super Bowl. Leaving Portland and being around for that, I'm telling you, it was great. Get out of town. The only downside, of course, flying right now. Uh, I didn't know about Spirit Airlines. And when you told me you were <laughs> flying Spirit, first of all, Everybody. you told me you told me United, and I went. The first leg oh, of the trip. Oh, God, don't uh-huh. fly United. You, there's a direct from Burbank, from Portland to Burbank on yeah. Alaska. Just what are you well, doing? Well, I was cheap. I could have spent another 200 250 and been on Alaska. There, by the time I looked, there wasn't much to choose from. But uh, United was okay. <laughs> I flew, I paid an extra 100 bucks for quote-unquote first class. <laughs> Because I've never flown first class. It's on my bucket list. You know how you go by normally yeah. Yeah. on a flight and there's people lounging back like a like an emperor. Right. Yeah. You know, with people fanning them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they've got they've got cocktails and cocktails food and, stuff, and everything. Uh, yeah, they're yeah. just looking at you like, oh, I wish I'm glad I'm not you. And yeah. so I thought, well, I'm going to be that guy for one time. One leg of one trip. <laughs> Paid the hundred bucks. Uh, turns out, first class on that flight. Didn't mean much. It meant an extra six inches of leg room and an extra armrest. Nothing else. There really? were still pretzels 
and and, uh, sh- and no booze. They're not serving booze. No, there was no no. They're time. not. They're not supposed to anymore because of because of the way things. Are. Well, they did. They, they had booze. I oh. just didn't. I wasn't in the mood. I would if with yeah. all the whack jobs on the. Uh, uh-uh, I wouldn't serve yeah, any right. booze. Uh, <laughs> uh-uh, no way. So the speaking of the whack jobs, so on the way back, Spirit, <coughs> uh, quite a drop. It's it's your budget airlines. Budget. So it's, it's just like a bingo. You got a guy. You got VA. a guy pedaling. <laughs> There's a guy pedaling trying to keep the baby <laughs> in the, the air. Flintstones airline. Yeah, right. it was not glamorous. Even sitting in the Burbank airport waiting to fly back, there was I, I oh good I'm sitting off in the corner here nobody around it. Some guy bald headed tattooed guy sits two seats over from me, and starts and then a buddy comes across and sits across the aisle for him. And starts talking about, uh, you know, when we get to Vegas, they don't have the mask mandate. God, I'm over that a year ago. Uh, yeah, people oh, that do yeah. masks, you know, like he's getting really boisterous. People that do masks are sheeple. Like, so everyone can hear him. Of course. You know, just trying to start something. Right. You know, and uh, just being a dick about it. And, and, and yeah, I had, you had COVID early on. There's nothing. It was like a little minor cold. I went golfing. I had the best score I've ever had. I was like, so, dude. You knew you had COVID, and you went out in public. Right. You didn't say what, that. Oh, no. I just got up and walked away. Just over in time to hear him say he works on a film set. Great. You know. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, he's like a grip or something. So then they were boisterous. We get on the airline, and it was like it was like going on a school field trip with a bunch of seventh graders. They were all just barking stuff about the flotation device and just idiot, idiotic comments. Like, they'd never been on a plane before. One guy in front of me. Comes into the plane, he goes, so can I just sit anywhere then? You know, <laughs> like, dude, it doesn't work like that. Really? He he, he didn't know he, he had a apparently seat? Apparently didn't know that you have an assigned seat. Oh, my so God. So this is who's on there. This is actually on. This the, is going to Vegas. Going ahead to Vegas. Out, the of, first out of Burbank? <laughs> out of Burbank? Out of Burbank. Oh, my so then God. The funniest part to me was that. They, we get in the air, and the, the pilot says, due to turbulence, we're not, I'm sorry, we apologize, we're not going to have any beverage service, which, whatever, I didn't care. But that made it much more comical when the flight attendant was walking up and down the aisles with a big bag open going, trash, trash, <laughs> trash. So apparently, there's no trash because we haven't been served anything. Right. It was just it, some it, sort of... Like a running commentary that she was just <laughs> commenting on the people she just was walking trash, by. Your trash. <laughs> so if you got a bag open, that's what I learned. <laughs> if you want to tell people what you really think of just them, just open your bag and go trash. Have a garbage bag. No, no. <laughs> so that cracked me up. Trash. Yeah, you too. <laughs> right back at you, honey. Anyway. Anyhow, we made it home safe, but it was just it was just tension. The tension level just goes up 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 you know and in the vegas airport it was there was 350 400 pounders with their mask down over their chin just like kill me go ahead you know i don't it's just it, insane it's it's insane you know the, the well and they're saying that, that well the super bowl i mean vegas was packed mm-hmm. for super bowl sunday was it oh god and oh. it always is but i oh, mean I but now yeah. it's like they're going well they're expecting another big surge in in Nevada. They haven't really slowed down. That's um, one of the states that um, hasn't slowed down. Yeah. But anyway. So anyhow. You, well, Spirit, the good news I was going to tell you, Spirit and Frontier uh-huh. are merging. Oh, good. Go- Frontier is uh, going so. the Frontier <laughs> Spirit, so you can expect you can expect jerky. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's going to be the Frontier <laughs> Spirit is more like, yeah, people get to carry weapons on the plane. <laughs> It's like that, that's what they should just call it. Just you know, just the if you want a cocktail, you have to trade a couple furs for it. Honestly, oh, I mean, it's the frontier, sp- frontier spirit <laughs> airline. There you go. Well, no, they really are. They're merging. They're saying they're going to have the most planes in the air. Oh boy, it's frightening. But anyway, yeah, it'll come around. It'll come around. <laughs> well, but yep. Well, that's uh, uh, that was good to have that one out of the way. It was stressful. It felt like work. It, honestly, it didn't feel like a luxury getaway. It just felt like work. And uh, well, you got to drive. By, you got to drive by your old apartment, mm-hmm. yours and Dave's. Yeah, apartment. and that was fun from mm-hmm. eighty eight, eighty nine. That was great seeing the place on Camarillo Boulevard. That's uh, okay apartment. You know, they were was, they were nice. They were okay. Yeah. I mean, they had to be. David was like, when we oh, went yeah, to see it, we went to see freak. it. Yeah. 
he and Kathy, I think, saw it first, and then I he I had me come over, and I was like, you know, yeah, he was just checking every corner ever for dust, and you know, it was uh, yeah. just like, yeah, Dave, it's clean, it's pretty clean. He I was definitely a neat freak, and you just you know, it was great, and it, and he had a little deck, and he had a little mm-hmm. barbecue out there, yeah. and you guys had. Their living Swimming room, pool. The, the living room was relatively big. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. I mean, for the times, it was seven sixty a month for a two bedroom, which right. y- you can't touch a studio now under fourteen hundred. No, our, uh, Nick and I had uh, up in up in Burbank uh-huh. on, on Sixth and um, Olive. Right. We had uh, we had an upper. It was a two story U shape, and we had the upper with the, with a, a you know an outdoor deck. We had a pool. <coughs> it was two bedroom, two bath. Wow. And, um, yeah, it was good size. And, and it was like, it was like 700 Yeah, right? It you was could pay so your cheap. bills easily. It was so cheap. Inflation has gone up much slower than apartment Well, than it housing. seemed like a lot then, but, I mean, mm. I was working a lot, so. Right, we could certainly meet that. Yeah, it was not, you know, I paid Pay a little that. bit more so we, I could park underground, which ended up i didn't park underground uh-huh. <laughs> nick, nick parked underground because i was gone oh. but um that's fine yeah. but um yeah and uh we were across the street from a church and we had the parking lot over there for our friends to park in nice yeah it was great yeah yeah things we have lived changed. there for six it, years i was surprised how little things had changed i mean really well yeah i mean the traffic was still bad that you know that like that neighborhood in camarillo was I kind of the same. I kind of wish I had gone down. You could. I would have liked to have seen it during the pandemic because, yeah, right. Like Portland, there was no traffic anywhere. Yeah, right. For no, a while, no, it wouldn't have been. No it wouldn't traffic. have been cool to, to go to the L.A. freeways during the height of it. Just to see that, yeah. you know. Well, just even driving through Seattle was just like, whoa. Yeah. There's nobody this out here. Last man on earth, kind of. Yeah, Brad Upton was going. I'm on the freeway. He's doing 90, you know, because uh-huh. he's driving that Cadillac. <laughs> and and he goes, the guy in front of me is doing 80. Come on, pal. Uh-huh. I mean, he was just like, I was like, I was <laughs> laughing. I was going, no. But anyway, yeah, because there was no traffic. But nice. yeah, um, Super Bowl was, and you watch the Super Bowl. Yeah, so I'm a sports fan. I was a LA uh, Ram fan when I was a kid. That was my first team. Oh, was that right? Of any kind was the LA Rams. I liked the helmets. And that was back when they had the fearsome foursome. They had uh, Jack and Jim Youngblood, Rosie Greer. Rosie Greer. Uh, yeah, right. Aww. Yeah. And who else they have? Uh, well, they had Jack Snow and uh, Roman Gabriel. Those were my heroes. Oh, Roman Gabriel, yeah. Yeah. And then, because uh, Dad would let me stay home from church, I'd be like, oh, I'm not a sports fan. And I had, I was all about the Rams for years and years until they moved to El- uh, St. Louis. And then it was like hard to really care. Anyhow, I was happy for him. It was fun to see it. I, I, I heard that, that, that fourth quarter touchdown was quite a deal. It was it was amazing. The guy I was with uh, watching the Super Bowl with was <laughs> he had this habit, like the minute one team scores, he goes, "Oh, game over! That's it, game over." You're kidding me! Like, and I was like, eh, "It's only a four point difference right now. You sure? That's it. They can't even make a first down. It's over." So I'm like, "Man, eh, we'll see." You know, <laughs> sure you pre- enough, they come back and score a touchdown. Were you pretty much? Um, were you pretty much? Were you, uh, so did you did you call it? Did you kind of wish he'd bet on the? Oh no, no, I don't want to. That stresses me out. Betting, he he and his friend both made bets that they lost. So, so they bet on the Bengals, or they um, bet on the spread, or uh, other things on the spread, like who the first score would be, right? Stuff like that, random stuff. You can bet on the coin toss. You can bet. You can bet on, on everything. You can bet on who, who scratches their nuts first, right? <laughs> <laughs> bet on the halftime. You watch the halftime. I did I, this morning because I didn't watch the game, and I thought, oh, I should watch the halftime. Right. And his, this is my, you know, because I'm watching it on YouTube. And on YouTube, I must, I don't know if everybody has this, but I must have closed caption on. Right. Well, you can't. <laughs> I was laughing so hard. <laughs> They're trying to close caption the rap songs, and it oh was God. just gobbledygook and just didn't make any sense. Just some poor guy just stressing it so out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going, this poor machine, or it, it, I'm sure it's computer generated, but I'm not sure. I don't know how that works but now. But I mean, it wasn't getting nobody it. understood. <laughs> you had to Off know the, the song. And that was caption. one of the things that some guy on Twitter went crazy. Yeah. Uh-huh. 
going, this should never have been in front of children. This is a, he was sexually triggered, basically. Oh, God. Because he was, and. People love to get. And I was watching, uh, and I I thought, you know, Mary Kay Kay Blige, is it Mary J J or Mary Kay? See, this is what we did. It was a room full of six white people watching the halftime ceremonies, trying to figure out who the other people were besides Snoop Dogg. I was yeah. Well, I was. <laughs> I knew. Really you know, knew. I saw you her. Knew Mary I, went, Blige. I knew right away. Well, when they said went, the names, I went, "Oh, okay, yeah, that's right." I, I'm I, glad I she was now. on there, Doctor Dre. I wouldn't have recognized him in a hundred years. I think there should have been more women, but that. But I love right. the dancers. I love the. They have they they had the good they had the good chubby girl dancers man I yeah, love the chubby girl yeah. oh they can yeah. dance their asses off yeah, they were right. so great oh, yeah. and um, I just thought uh, it was all it, over the top well the Gen Xers were feeling like wait a minute now they're now they're playing our music at usually it's the you know the you know it would be like. Prince, or it was like Prince was the best. Prince was the best, but Pr- singing Ka- "Purple Rain" Katy Perry in a rain, a Katie, driving rain. Yeah, that was amazing. Katy Perry that. also kicked it. She yeah. really she, when they flew her. Lady in, Gaga was good. Lady, I mean, but they were all feeling yeah. like this was their music, and they're yeah. like, well, "Yeah, we're getting all these we're the old guys." Yeah, <laughs> you are. This we're is you, it's it. your time. Yeah, I think it's like a step behind because I was watching it early on. It used to be up with people. That was the halftime entertainment. Well, I got the, I, and I got to tell you the first. <laughs> this know, was yeah. I know. remember that. And like up, yeah, they were singing and dancing and with their umbrellas and shit. Yeah, they had. Um, so I went looking after I watched the, the, um, the, halftime on YouTube. I went and I looked up the first. I was watching these. I love those colorized. Um, they do colorized videos and pictures of. Um, they did one of L.A. They took a. Somebody had a film up and they colorized it. It was 1940s. And I watch those sometimes because I find them fascinating. Because you get to see. Oh, yeah. I I see that sometimes too. Yeah. So anyway. Brings it to life, yeah. So there was one in the 60s and I went, oh, I'm going to click on that. And then I realized they were going to talk. They were talking about the Super Bowl. So I I backed it up. And um, uh, do you remember what year the Super Bowl, first Super Bowl was? Mm, Let's see. I'm going to say. 60, 60? No. I thought, I, I thought it was that earlier, too. I thought it was earlier, too, but it wasn't. It was 1967. Oh. 1967, it was the Kansas City Chiefs. And the Green Bay Packers. And the Green Bay Packers. 67? Mm-hmm, 1967. Oh. And, um... Hmm. I guess uh, my, my memories are faulty. They don't call... Kansas City can't call themselves the Chiefs anymore. What are they? Kansas City... No, they call themselves the Chiefs. The Washington Redskins are no longer the Washington Redskins. Well, the Chiefs should probably change it, too. All right. They are, they are now the Washington, uh... Oh, they are the... Uh, like, uh, that's something that's totally forgettable, clearly. No, it's... Yeah, they are something else. Uh, I saw it, too. General? No. I liked it, though. Yes. Commanders. That's right. Commanders. Washington Commanders. Yeah. That's great. I guess. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah, strong. It's strong. It's not, you know... Yeah. Um, it's indicative of the city. Um, but At least they're not the Richland Bombers. That was a name that was bad. I know. <laughs> yeah. With, and they're... The, yeah, the with the cloud. With the atomic bomb explosion cloud, on yeah. the side of their yeah, helmet. Yeah, that was there. Because mm-hmm. that's nice. where, the, you know, nuclear... Great. But... Halftime, Super Bowl 1967. Yeah, oh. Here's the deal. Two bands played. Uh-huh. <laughs> Two college bands probably oh, played for great. it. Two college bands played <clears> for <throat> it. And they had a soloist trumpeter. Okay, cool. <laughs> who played. And they had the Bell Rocket Airman. Wow. It was a guy with a, with a, with a jet pack. Because in 1967... That was off the charts. Oh yeah, God. That's what the big draw was. Was Whoa. the jet so the jet guy? So their viewership the, probably went up into the hundreds of thousands. Well, every <laughs> little boy in the world was going. I want one of those. Oh yeah, you right. Know, that kind of thing. We've been so, told. Yeah. So I thought that's well, cool. I had to. I had to. I googled him. I went, "What? Who is the Bell Rocket Airman?" <laughs> and it's a guy with a jetpack, basically. And he was probably just as famous in his time as the guy. 
Well, who, who now goes, let's get ready to rumble. That guy well, he played tours the, and makes big bucks. Well, it's the top of his resume. He played the <laughs> first Super Bowl. I flew, one line. I flew the first I flew at the, the first Super Bowl. Oh, they got, yeah, the rocket Yeah, man? the rocket guy. That's cool. Pretty awesome. But anyway, <laughs> I thought that was pretty fun. So, uh, that's cool. um, yeah. Yeah, I... Uh, you just had a, a fun-filled week. And the uh, Olympics, you know, I've been watching, trying to watch. It's so much harder to get into the winter. I, I try. I really do. I like the spirit of competition. Figure skating. Now, we had the, the Russian, 15-year-old Russian girl who's just a thing of beauty to watch. She's just uh, her interpretations and her Well, she's built like expertise. a 5-year-old. Um, I she don't know. Moves. She looks pretty muscular. No, she's very she muscular. Can land no, she's very muscular. Is she the one, she's not the one that did the triple... Quad. The she, quad thing? Mm-hmm. She was the first woman to do it? I don't know. That's what they said. Uh, but then I was hearing um, uh, Johnny Weir and Tam- t- t- Lipinski, Tara Lipinski, were talking about other skaters that other landed other ones. I, d- I don't really know, but maybe it's a certain kind of a quad that she... It was an impressive. Was the it first. was very impressive. Yeah, it, she was anyway, really amazing. It's... Just the pressure that's on a 15-year-old girl, yeah, 15-year-old Russian girl, because, you know, they'll just kill her family if she doesn't do well, <laughs> <laughs> you know? Hope she doesn't have any, as long as she lives in Ukraine. So, yeah. yeah, then they investigate her because they found out that over Christmas she had done some illegal uh, substance that was supposed to affect your heart. I think that's what it was. Help her heart? Uh, I don't know. It has an effect on your heart, some medicine or something. That she took back then, and the test supposedly just came back, like just now. And so that in the end, the Olympic Committee decided, well, she doesn't really have the time to build a defense. You can't give her three days to build a legal defense. Mm -hmm. So they're going to let her skate. You got too thick? What? Oh, I'm just lazy. (laughs) (laughs) Are we still on? (laughs) Yeah. Um, So they gave gave her three days? Well, they told her about it three days before they were going to make a decision. And oh. In the end, they decided to let her skate. They're going to let her continue with the Olympics, and Johnny Weir and Tara Lipinski, not happy about it, because they're like, oh, that's a double standard. You can't do that. So, you know, there's there's a lot of controversy about it, and my money says she's probably going to fall, because now she's a con- controversial frig- figure that a lot of people are pulling against. It's just not fair. Poor little girl. You know, I mean, her trainers knew what they were doing. They knew that this substance was banned, and it was not the first time that the Russian uh, well, yeah, coaches this is, have decided no, you know, the they r- should be. Russia, the Russian, the whole Russian Olympic team is suspect. Well, that's why Has they can't call years. themselves Russia anymore or show the flag of the Russian Olympic Committee because they, the whole team was be doping. Well, and, yeah, I mean, you know, summer and winter. That. I yeah. mean, it's just like, okay, yeah, really? That woman the, in, the, in the Summer Olympics, the, the weightlifters, really? No yeah. steroids, really? Yeah. She has a dick. Okay? <laughs> There's a problem here. She's, she's, she's gonna, <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> this uh, is, I know. You know. And a beard. And a beard. Full beard. Really? <laughs> <laughs> the one thing uh, I'm glad the Super Bowl didn't do this year is the heartwarming commercials. You know, where they try to tug well, at your heart strings. Right. They might have had a couple of those, but it was more funny and comedy. I didn't comedy. see any of them. Uh, I always enjoy that. But the Olympic commercials now, on the other hand, are just going straight for the heartstrings. It's all about um, overcoming adversity. And so apparently, watching these Olympic commercials, about half of the American Olympic team uh, is missing a limb of some sort. It's either a leg or an arm or both. You know, because every commercial you see now is somebody on an artificial leg or, you know, it's this special kind of, it's not special Olympics. It's well, we've the, had uh, a couple that had a bad car accident that did lose limbs after they well, competed, but not during it. I mean. Oh, well, there's a special category of people. Okay, I see. Okay, okay. You know, but it's like all you see in the commercials. And it's supposed to be more heartbreaking. Well, I, good on you. If you're that person, I'm happy for you and your life. And that's great that you're able to overcome that. But it. After about the ninth one, it, it, it loses its emotional impact, I got to tell you. Well, yeah, and... <laughs> I don't know. Well, they, you know, money talks, bullshit walks, so they paid for those spots, so they, yeah. they have to play them. Yeah, they, they will. But um, also... I won't or or limps. <laughs> doesn't doesn't walk at limps. And then there's always the curling. <laughs> the curling, which is so always hilarious. 
Well, I love the pants. The curling, curling, to curl, me. curling pants are amazing. It, that they put sport. men in those fucking pants, and they should be on a golf course. It's like crazy. Oh, God, yeah. That's the winter equivalent of synchronized swimming for me. You know, well, yeah. It's, it, like it the, makes it's a, the silly one. This is it's a bunch of drunk guys that got together one night, and that was their, that that, was their thing. They were bored to tears. It's like one, one slight level above, uh, what do they call it, uh, <laughs> oh, the right sack, the little beanbag. Oh, game. hacky sack. No, no, they would throw it in a little. Uh, a cornhole. Yeah, cornhole. <laughs> it's just like the li- the ice version of cornhole. It's just really <laughs> kind of what it is. Only serious. They people take this internationally. They take this sport very seriously. It's really crazy. It's but like okay, you know, okay. Somebody br- dropped a tic tac and, how all and sports threw, get the, started. threw the threw the threw the iron off or whatever the hell it is. <laughs> Clean that up. Oh, I can't. It's moving. <laughs> it's just so crazy. You, need, yeah. you can't get these guys to sweep the floor at the house. And they, they, you know, they're not like, really in shape either. You look at these no, curlers. You know, it's just like, you know, they got like, a cigarette in one hand. And they're <laughs> 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 and, down. And, you know, you know, they put those pants on. They're so proud of those fucking. Uh, is it Nor- Norway has one of those crazy. teams has the most Norway bizarre. And you know that their wives can't get him in a in a pair of slacks to go over to a dinner party to save their life. Right. Yeah. But they, uh-uh. you know, but they'll put these on for national television. It's like, are you kidding me? <laughs> it's just, I was like, and I guess they're just notorious. Every year, it gets brighter and brighter and brighter uh-huh. and brighter. Yeah. And milder. it's just like, you know, Joanne's then, Joanne's fabric had a had a sale. There you go. <laughs> it's the fabric we're using. Just. Crazy. One of the Americans looks like the dude too. Have you seen him? Shoulder length hair. No. And yeah. Oh yeah. He just looks is like he, he should be doing air guitar all the way to skating <laughs> down. I'm telling you, this is this is the result of a pot filled evening. Uh huh. It's gotta be with with somebody on ice fishing that's not getting a, not, not getting a bite. Anything, so they, get, they all get together and they're just fucking around on the ice one night and they yeah. decided to create this stupid sport. Hey, look at this. Look at my, my sweep over here. It kind of makes it go over this way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. It's just crazy. Yeah, it's, it's, it's great. You it's know, boredom. It's boredom yeah. and in and, and mother of invention, you know. Treble is, I try, I really try. I'm a, you know, a big sports enthusiast. I love watching most any sport and I'll give anything a try, but it's just... It's getting harder to really get into. I enjoy the figure skating, maybe some the hockey. The snowboarding is pretty amazing mm-hmm. this year. Yeah. The women are kicking ass. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah, they're doing well. We've had a few snowboarders. Uh, yeah, I don't know, and you know that's all right. I don't. I don't care about the medal count, honestly. Why does it have to be? To me, the Olympics is like let's find a commonality. As human beings, let's find something. Well, right we can now, that's what doing. we need. We don't need medals. Right. Yeah, we don't need medals. Yeah, exactly. We we just need we need everybody to be okay. I saw We're that not uh, killing each other. Yeah, I saw one video of um uh, the snowboarder, the guy, redhead. He was the famous one. Sean White. Yeah, Sean White, and he had um he had his uh they have the those straps that they wear. And they collect pins. Everybody gives pins away from different oh. ca- different countries. And some of these oh, pins are this. fabulous. His was just packed. He had all, and he showed all these pins that people. Right. And I thought, now that's cool. That would be so much fun to collect pins yeah, from ever, other other countries, you know, yeah, and from right. other athletes and stuff. And they, all of them had. Some of them were just really elaborate. Some of them were just like, well, let's just slap this together and see, what, you know. But other ones <laughs> were like. Wow, those are right. awesome, and they're different every year. So, oh. that's a real collection. You know, those are really interesting. Oh, um, yeah. That's from a woman's. You know, you got to be have jewelry. There's got to be true. jewelry. <laughs> so anyway, I know that's crazy, but um, yeah, that, you're noticing the outfits. Yeah. More. I I do. It's like okay. Well, let me see what they're wearing. Yeah. And I like those figure skating outfits and stuff. I always want oh, to see fine. what they talk the men into wearing. Um. um yeah, it's always fun to see what Johnny Weir has decided to wear. Well, he's kind of eclectic. Yeah, he's very eccentric. Yeah, eccentric yeah, and he'll, eclectic. He yeah. looked like you know Big Bird half the time, or yeah. You know, I love the humor. Some Sometimes the humor is amazing. Uh, he's, he's he's a great spokesman. He really is. He's smart, and I like what he has to say every time he opens his mouth. Well, that's good. That's good. Yeah. So, um, and they're over when aren't they over this week? Sometime maybe. Yeah, another five days or something. I don't know. Something like that. Yeah, and I'm I, not sure. It's kind of a letdown because they yeah. there's no pity in the audiences. 
Yeah, it's not quite the same. No. With hardly anybody watching it. It just doesn't, the excitement's just not quite there. I mean. But. Yeah. So, that's the other thing. So, um. Yeah. So, um. I have, I, I got to check this. Sorry. Okay. You're going to check your phone. Um, yeah, I got to check my phone. Um. This is crazy. This should not take this long. Um. So, uh. You've been, you know, I did have, we were talking about, you, you've been carrying on with your, um, your project, your new right. project. My learning project. And what is that? This time around, I was stumbled across, I, I did how-to. I just went how-to, you know, in a YouTube search, and then how-to, and I'd punch a letter, like, how, mm -hmm. like the letter P, and it would say how-to, you know, poke a rhinoceros or whatever. Uh, how to L, and it would come up with some how to learn your own another language. Um, I came across on, the on lucid YouTube, dreaming on, on YouTube or on on YouTube. Yeah. Oh, cool. Okay. Yeah, it's just all these possibilities to see if there's something I could learn. Yeah. And I, came, I stumbled across uh, lucid dreaming. You know what? You know what that is, of course. I do. Um, I do. Um, I knew what the term meant, and I've had that happen a couple of times in my so life. I do it on dates all the time. Now, when you're falling asleep, you're sort of in that sleeping REM <laughs> no, state. No, I'm not even there. I'm usually <laughs> in the car with the guy. Yeah, he's uh -huh. lucid dreaming. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm awake, but I'm not. I really am just, uh -huh. I, I, I'm putting on my I'm interested face. <laughs> anyway, so you're lucid dreaming. Yeah. Um, so I learned, uh, I'm trying to learn how you go about it. What's the techniques to, right. to get to where you can actually recognize you're in a dream and inside the dream go, oh, I'm dreaming. Oh, look, I'm going to create a tree right over there. You know, I'm going to fly. I'm going to, you can do it with your Oh, I love flying dreams. So oh, there you I go. love flying Do you want to fly? Learn how to lucid dream. Okay. And it turns out um, I'm not the only person. <laughs> There's a big, a lot of people that are really into it, uh, including um, Albert Einstein, uh, Salvador Dali. Oh, yeah. Well, Salvador Dali pretty You'd much so. brought that right into the, you into, would imagine <laughs> into the conscious realm. Yeah. You know, Lewis <laughs> yeah. Carroll, mm -hmm. um, Stephen King. Uh, says he gets a lot of ideas from his dreams and uh you know the the idea is that you use it as a tool to unlock your sub subconscious creativity mm -hmm. or, or solve a problem that you haven't been able to solve with your conscious mind mm -hmm. and i haven't gotten there yet you're supposed to do these techniques where you meditate before you bed and i, uh, I have a hard time with that mm -hmm. and then or another one is you you do something awake that you couldn't do in a dream like Go, you count your fingers, one, two, three, four, and touch them together, five, six, seven, eight, you know, there's, I know I have ten fingers, but I'm, my thumbs are. My He's head. not counting his thumbs. I'm oh, not counting hand. the thumbs. Mm -hmm. and you do something like that, and then in, if you suspect you're dreaming, and you're in a dream, and you try to do that, it, it won't work. It'll get convoluted right. somehow. So you get in the habit of doing this during, before you go to bed, every night, one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, or whatever. I have nine fingers, apparently. <laughs> so, <laughs> and then if you develop this habit that your mind will kind of lock into that and then maybe it'll bring that little theme into the dream and you can, it'll jolt you into that kind of lucid dreaming state. And then uh, the other one is to wake up during the, I guess your longest REM cycle is in the morning. It's like maybe four or five hours worth. Mm -hmm. That's where the, all the real dreaming goes crazy. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and then um, you wake up, uh, Towards morning, don't get up, don't get out of bed, don't do anything. Perfect, except for there. <laughs> don't even get up to pee. Mm -hmm. And then just kind of get more comfortable, reposition yourself, get comfortable, and uh, try to re-enter the last dream you had. I've done that. With a conscious... Lots yeah, of times. Okay. But with the state of mind that I'm going to take my conscious mind there with me, you know. Uh, and then tapping your fingers on the pillow, like when you're... Two in index and middle fingers, tap, 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 tap. Um, that is something that keeps your conscious mind, because you have to consciously do it. It, it requires the conscious mind yeah. to be able to continue doing that until you fall asleep. And hopefully, I, the trouble is I tried that, and as soon as I start to drift off, I go, oh, oh no, I'm not tapping my fingers, and I jolt, and I'd wake up. So <laughs> I'm not there yet. And also I woke up and went, oh, Hell, there's no way I'm not going to pee. I have to pee. What am I going to do? So it's not, I haven't really learned it. And it takes a while. And then you dream journal every morning, which is always interesting to 
yourself, nobody else. Oh, no, it. yeah, it is. Yeah, I nobody try. wants to hear your dreams. Actually. No, nobody, <laughs> and you really shouldn't share them. And, no. Uh, but the, um, but yeah, I, I, I actually try. What's interesting is I can, um, I've done this since I was a kid. When you have a really good dream, and it's real, <coughs> it's real clear, and right? You, and you wake up and you remember it. You remember it really well. Yeah, right. You go back to bed that night, and you go back into that dream. And you still remember it. I've done it. I've done it so many times. I've gone back into that uh-huh. dream. Well, Catherine says she can do that too. I, right? I, I I've gone back into that dream and had a um, had a conversation with with people, or I'll have. I'll be back in the place that I really love, uh, you know, and uh-huh. it's really, and I'll wake up and, you know, be really happy or, you yeah. know, it'll be, it's really interesting. And this is where I, and Dwight's done the same thing, but w- it's uh, sleeping in a hotel room bed is so mm-hmm. overly shocking for me sometimes. Yeah, right. Because yeah. I don't know what I'm doing. I have no idea. Sometimes it's violent. Sometimes it's just sadness sometimes yeah, it's so right. it's so not my it's not my world it's just not right. my world i'm in yeah. somebody else's world who's who has had a very vivid REM sleep dream or something like that i just right. pick it up so i don't tamper too much with what i've got now i don't really want right. to bring my consciousness into it because mm-hmm. but i mean it's interesting it's very interesting yeah i just think and i think kids have i see these all the time i see these um there's a YouTube channel about um, psychologists that uh, that talk to children who have found, you know, parents have found them, you know, little kids between, you know, verbal and three or four. They come in the room and they're talking to somebody. And you go, who are you hmm. talking to? Oh, and yeah. They, and they see people. They, oh, you yeah. know, they have that, you know, and, oh, did you dream this person? Wow. Sometimes, yes, yeah, sometimes he's in my dreams, but most mm-hmm. of the time he's right here or whatever, and they have conversations. Mm-hmm. I mean, and and then there's, or they remember a past life, and they mm. say, you weren't my mommy in, in my life, but, uh-huh. you know, or they'll drive by someplace and go, that's where we used to live. Wow, yeah. Uh, we've had kids, I, I've known two children that have done yeah. that mm. to a, a friend of ours mm. who's who's vividly described last life oh interesting it's very interesting it's funny how that you know your mind is just so there's just so many there's so many little rooms in there yeah right yeah so this conscious of this this lucid dreaming is fascinating i'm i'm hoping you i'm gonna learn some more about it i'm having maybe you should bring your journal in and let's take a listen maybe i will (laughs) there's some weird ones i know it's really strange Yeah. yeah i had a dream i remembered this morning which is strange but and it's not worth talking about, but I just, I don't, I woke up and went, wow, okay, so this happened and that happened, huh, and I remembered it. Now I can't, but I did yeah. verbally say out loud, I did this, I did that. Right. I, yeah. Well, <coughs> that's I, what they say, if you, when you first wake up, within the first five minutes, mm-hmm. when you first wake up, you, you could remember up to maybe 90% of the dream. Five minutes later, it's only like 50%, and then an hour later, you're lucky if you remember any of it. Right. So well, I think I'm, I think I as I get old. older, I think it's it's less. But yes, uh-huh, I think yeah. yeah, it's less. Last two mornings, I've woken up and tried to remember my dream. I knew I was dreaming, but it's like ah, God, God, I don't know what I was dreaming. Right. So you have to wake up at a certain point in the dream. Uh, I guess, yeah. Sometimes I, I wake up and look for bruises or wounds. <laughs> <laughs> okay, see if you bed okay. anywhere. Yeah. If I you know hurt <laughs> myself in the, my sleep or you know lashed out at something and hit my uh-huh. arm or whatever. Yeah. That's uh. <coughs> uh so, uh, so oh, and you you were telling me you had another story that we we were on the phone the other day, and you you were going to tell me something about your dining room, but I we didn't get to it. Yeah, speaking of dreams, uh, this is a nightmare scenario. Okay, <laughs> okay. We're sitting in the dining room the day before yesterday, uh, yeah, or yesterday, no, and uh, either yesterday or the day before. And Catherine looked down in the chair, and she thought it was like a little caraway seeds or something like that. And then she noticed they were moving. So this is in your dining in our, room, in our, yeah, and the chair next to our dining room table. Oh, and she looked, and it was little larvae that um, were there. And we started going, "Where are they coming from?" And then we noticed, and there was here and there, there were on the table as well. 
On your dining room table. On dining room table. <gasps> and what we found was that we noticed they were falling from the light fixture up above us. No. Something crawled in the crawl space or the space between the two floors and died. And uh, the flies landed their larvae in there. And they're wiggling out of it. Oh, my Tell God. Tell me that's not a nightmare. Absolute that nightmare. That is a nightmare. So what we had to do was put a big tray of vinegar underneath it so it would catch them. And that worked. And it killed them as they were falling. Uh, but then they started coming out another light socket, so we put another tray down. It was and you can't get disgusting. In, you can't, you can't get in that space between no, the floors. you can't get there. That's You'd the have trouble. to go in through the ceiling and physically break the ceiling up. Yeah, we'd have to actually break the floor up or something like that to get there. So Upstairs and break the floor down. Between yeah, one or the pull other. Up, pull up hardwood. Yeah, we'd have to destroy some... Some structural stuff just to get to it. So, so this is an ongoing thing. You're going to have well, to keep. Well, we're probably get, we're going to go. I'm going to go home and cover them all up so we don't have the flies from it. Next will be the next thing. Is the is the what's the omen? Is that the movie? Yeah. It's going to be. Oh my god, that's yeah. the grossest thing. It's, it's terrible. You know, it's not like the only thing either. The other day, like we've got the weirdest stuff has been coming up that we have to suddenly <laughs> deal with. A week and a half ago, I told you there was a coyote in our backyard. I went out to put the recycling. Oh, Barry's had one in his yard, too. Mm, that's our neighborhood. Yeah. And the they will kill your dog or, or a cat, cat if yeah. they're out at night. Oh, they're hungry. Yeah. It's, it's really frightening. So we've been very careful about that. And we actually heard it um, killing a small creature uh, at our next door neighbor's uh, window just I, before I, dawn two I, mornings I, I ago. It, it was... Horrifying and disturbing and just sad as it could possibly be. It mm -hmm. was just we just oh god, we we're yelling out the window trying to get it to quit, and the, it was just the most disturbing thing. So we've only been let Ruby out when we go with her no, at night. No, yeah, it's absolutely right. And I always scout it out, and I always bring a flashlight and make sure there's nobody. I, I think I got the place patched up where it might have gotten in. We have a fenced yard. That's the weird. That's the weird thing. Uh, they get in. They they're are really clever they, little they, bastards. Yeah, they're well. Turns out what you do, um, a big sheet of plywood, I painted a tunnel on it, then I hung an anvil over that. <laughs> Turns out they're not that wily. <laughs> they're kind of dumb. <laughs> Here I am. I'm sucked in. What did you really? do? You really did that? <laughs> so he thinks plywood. it's a hole, <laughs> he but it's, it's a not. Tunnel. He comes running full speed. <laughs> uh, yeah. So we... <laughs> <laughs> he sucked me in. Well, I hate that. The first part of the story That's was so true. Funny. There actually That's, was a coyote. No, the, yeah, the, <laughs> there's coyotes. There's been coyotes in Barry's backyard up on thirty oh, yeah. on thirty second place up near you. You know, it's not their fault. They're just trying to live. And they well get pushed out of their home. Well, they also um, there's no restaurants anymore. They used yeah, to eat scraps true. and stuff out no, of the restaurants, and that's why okay. there's so many rats, too, because uh, yeah, right. the yeah, restaurants are closed. No they're yeah. coming into your houses and stuff mm -hmm. because, yeah, yeah um, it's a, uh, they need, you know, they're hard to trap. I was, I told you I was on Facebook one time, and this is about a year and a half ago, and somebody posted this picture. She goes, I don't know whose dog this is. He's been in my backyard. I think he's hurt. He's over in the he's over in the corner. I don't want to get close to him, but I would like to know if somebody if this is somebody's dog. Oh <laughs> God! The, the comments were the it's not a dog, not a dog. <laughs> Do not don't pet go near that it. Doggy. Do not pet that doggy. <laughs> you need to call animal control. Right. That's a coyote. Yeah. You know, and and you see we see them especially in the summertime. Yeah, yeah, they're around. They they have to live somewhere. Mm -hmm. The city has invaded their home. Stomping grounds. So well, it seems weird city. that it's so inland now. There's, I mean, we're here by. Yeah. I have come home from a gig and come across the St. John's Bridge. Yeah. And seen a coyote coming from Forest Park, oh. across in the bridge. Mm -hmm. You know. Wow. Yeah, it's kind of cool to see him trotting down wow. the middle of the bridge in the wow. middle of the night. Uh huh. You know. Wow. But freaking. he's yeah, and I'm kind of going well, okay. It's looking for food. Well, yeah, yeah. and um. And yeah, we've seen uh, we see him over here all the time because there's open yep. fields and there's stuff oh, like sure. that. I bet. But um, and we have now have eagles, which are, it's really funny because you know it's a cartoon, because all of a sudden you hear all the little birds are tweet 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 tweet. There's all kinds of noise uh -huh. in the trees, tweeting and tweeting in the morning. And da, la la la. Everybody's having a good time and having, you know, I've got bird feeders and stuff. And all of a sudden you hear nothing. Uh huh. 
<laughs> and then you hear the cry of the kestrel, or you hear oh. the hawk cry, and I'm going, "Oh God!" Yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah. Bubba's, Bubba's in town. <laughs> a vicious predator, man. Those things. Don't well, you know, they are. You know, they keep the crows away though, because the crows don't like them. Mm-hmm. But anyway, yeah. That's the grossest story about your dining room. I know. God, um, I wish we'd. Uh, hopefully. Uh, I'm going to have somebody go up in my crawl space, though, because I keep hearing things up there. And I don't, oh, think, it's, yeah. I don't think there's anything up there. I think it's just me. But um, uh-huh. <laughs> I've, I've never been up there. Right. I'm never going up there. I will have somebody go up there, but I'm not. not it's not going to be me. But um, <laughs> yeah. So I wanted to talk about this book. Can I? Yeah. And let me just reach over. Yeah, sure. By all means. Um, you and I, uh, from time to time, have, uh, you know, we've we've pushed people's, uh, bo- you know, we had Steve on, Steve uh, Bluestein, and mm-hmm. and um, you know, and uh, this this is a woman who's actually my brother-in-law's sister, so I don't know what she is to me, oh. but she's a lovely person. And she's written three books. Right. Her name is Dawn Smart. Okay. Do we want to show it? Yeah. This is called... For the people who are watching this yes. on YouTube. Yeah. It's called Unexpected Event. And this is a, you know, and this is a woman who's my age. And right. she's, uh, she started a, a writing, or she start, she joined a writing group. She lives up in Union, Washington, uh, which is right on the Hood, mm-hmm. it was on Hood Canal. It's a mm-hmm. little little burg up there. It's very what, cute. What Washington? Union. Union. Okay. Union, Washington, and um, she's always wanted to write, and she's written three books, and um, they're all really good. You oh. can buy it on on Amazon, but mm-hmm. um, this was one that I I was you know how you, some you know someone really well, and you just and and she wrote this book, and it's sci-fi, and it's oh. it's so different. And it takes place in Southern Oregon, and it's about a 15-year-old girl mm-hmm. who survives a catastrophic event that happens worldwide. Okay. Where um, sorry, everybody. Checking your phone. Yeah. Why don't you put? Well, let's go on. Let's go to. Let's come okay. back. She's going to check her phone for I something. To, I have pause? somebody in the hospital. Hold on. Okay. okay. Thanks, everybody. We're Sorry. Back going. She Sorry. had to take that message. Okay. Um, this is called Unexpected Events. And um, I'm not a sci fi lover. I mean, I read I, JP's book, I liked. Right. Um, but this is, this is really good. It takes place in Southern Oregon. And I'm going to read the back cover so uh, you can get an idea of what it is. Despite enduring predictions, uh, in the science fiction literature, the actual occurrence surprised everyone. Desp- okay, despite enduring predictions in the science fiction literature, the actual occurrence surprised everyone. Surprise wasn't even a big enough word. Shocked, terrified, panicked would be more like it. One by one, uh-huh. people began to disappear oh. without a sound. Well, in the blinking of an eye, no one knew, no one really saw it happening. One minute someone would be there, and the next minute, in an instant, they would be gone. In every city around the globe, oh, in, in every city, okay, okay, every uh, every continent, every country, every family lost someone. Then more than and then more than someone. Ultimately, the few souls that were left on Earth began the struggle to discover how they would live. One of those. Who was who was left was Emily Anders, age fifteen, living alone in Southern Oregon, South, Southwest Oregon. This is how the story begins with Emily's survival. What follows in is is an exploration of the path of her life. Her life takes as she manages the realities of a changed existence. Interesting, yeah. It is a great. That's a great premise. Theme. I've seen. Uh, there's science fiction shows where a bunch of people all disappear at the same time. But this is... And then the humanity has to continue on. Right. Uh, but I've never seen it where they just start individually just popping, blink, and going away like and that. Just, and you don't, hear it, you don't hear it coming. Yeah. Just, just like I'd be sitting yeah. talking to you and yeah, all of a sudden you'd be gone. It's, it's uh, good. It's, it's a fascinating book. And it's not, it's not big. You can read this in a day. Right. Or less. 
it's twelve dollars on Amazon. It's called an unexpected event. We'll put a cover. We'll put the cover of it on our Facebook page. Her name is Dawn Smart, and it's it's a really yeah. it's a great book, and it's about how would you survive, right? How if you suddenly know? there was no phone company or no utility company, and, and, and all of a sudden, yeah, there's like okay, and yeah. people just started leaving the planet all of yeah, a sudden. Right, it's fascinating. Well, you'd be looking over your shoulder for one thing, wouldn't you? Well, and why a 15-year-old girl? Why, why, why are some left? So few left, but there's some that are left. Right. And she, you know, it's the encounter of, you know, who are you going to, how are you going to survive by yourself? And then if you find somebody, how, how do you both keep going? Yeah. Well, that's, it, I would uh, it's a f- I'd definitely read that or, or watch that if it were a it's, show. It's or a fascinating, yeah, like it's a great fascinating. Premise. Yeah, it's a great premise. Yeah, yeah. it's good. So, anyway, cool. uh, unexpected events, everybody. Um, and Dawn, this is a really good book. I hope you're listening because I really enjoy it. So, um, and with that, uh, thanks for everybody for being patient with me. Um, and everybody, and Art, it's so good to have you back. Yeah. I know you're. It's nice to be home again. It's, it's, it was. Like I, said, I know, I picked you up that night. Fun, I felt so bad for you because you'd been in that damn airport uh, in you know, Vegas for five years. For nine or ten straight yeah, hours, I can tell you just about cut your ears off. So, um, yeah, it was... Uh, well, you got that long face from here to I here. Got a big, <laughs> I got a big melon. There's no getting around it. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't. But, yes, it's it's taxing. I don't know how yeah, people it do it. it's hard to do. And most of them at the Las Vegas airport didn't. 50-50, anyhow, but anyhow. Yeah, it's nice to be home. It's nice to, to be back. And you tested when you came home. In front of you guys. Uh, you know what? I didn't. Okay. I, I should, probably, but I don't know. Well, I, I mean, I, you showered after Vegas. That's what yeah, <laughs> <right>. <laughs> <laughs> I Yeah, right. I, I felt fine all along, and okay, I still good. do. But, That's good. Uh, you know, maybe just to be cautious, I should have, but... Yeah, it feels like it's on the downswing. It really feels like it's less and less. I'm hoping the numbers are going down. Yeah. The hospital numbers are going. Well, down. they're saying now that you know, four months out, your boosters start waning, to weaken. Waning, right? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I'll sign up for the next one. Oh God, I want my arm to be a punch card. I just yeah, g- give me, <laughs> g- just punches, give me, yeah, just give and the me a. Is free. I want those patches that you can put on that just injects, you know, when you need <laughs> it, you know, every three months. Anyway. I'll do whatever it takes to make this. Uh, it feels like we might uh, maybe start to get our lives back a little bit. Not like it was before. It'll never be that. No, I don't think so. But it feels like maybe, like the March, they're talking about uh, lifting the indoor mandates for masks I know. in Oregon. So, I mean, there could be some certain degree of normalcy coming back. So I'm excited about that. Hopefully, maybe this summer we'll have uh, a, a summer kind of like last summer where there was a window of time there where we all felt more relaxed about it. Good. I hope so, too. Yeah. All right. Thanks a lot for having us uh, in your ear again today. And we'll yes. uh, see you next Thanks time. Thanks for joining us. Uh, see you next time. Bye.